This is the Middle East Report, your connection to truthful reporting on Israel and the Middle East. I'm John Riley. Pastor and author Dr. David Jeremiah recently addressed on his radio show, The Special Nation of Israel and Its People. Dr. David Jeremiah said you can look throughout history and see God's hand upon them. Egypt, the first nation to enslave Israel, was brought to its knees by 10 devastating plagues, including the loss of the firstborn in every family that was a part of the enslavement. The Amorites and the Moabites who resisted Israel's march toward the promised land, those people were too destroyed. Go through the Bible. Every time you see Israel in conflict, just wait a little bit and God will come through and vindicate his people. But we don't have to look all the way back to the Bible to know that. We just have to look back to more recent history. You all have heard about the wars that Israel has fought since she's been in her nation, the Six-Day War. Well, let me refresh your memory if you haven't remembered. It's one of the most spectacular examples of God's punishment on those who curse Israel that's been seen in our lifetime. Although Israel became an independent nation in 1948, the Palestinians and the Islamic states surrounding her never recognized her statehood and they vowed with all of their hearts that they would exterminate Israel, almost like what we hear out of Iran today. They want to wipe Israel off the map. But in 1967, the United Arab Republic, allied with Jordan, Syria, and Palestine and their guerrillas, got together to hopelessly wipe Israel off the map. They came from the north, they came from the east. Israel was unbelievably outmanned. For instance, the Arab armies had 500,000 men. Israel had 75,000. The Arabs had 5,000 tanks and 900 combat aircraft. Israel had 1,000 tanks and 175 planes. The UAR had lost almost its entire air force when the smoke cleared six days later. Over 20,000 lives were lost. Israel had taken over significant Arab-controlled territory, including the Sinai Peninsula, the Golan Heights, the Gaza Strip, and the West Bank. And believe it or not, the Encyclopedia Britannica has a reference to this war. Here it is. The Arab countries' losses in the conflict were disastrous. Egypt's casualties numbered more than 11,000, with 6,000 for Jordan and 1,000 for Syria, compared to only 700 for Israel. The Arab armies also suffered crippling losses of weaponry and equipment, and the lopsidedness of the defeat demoralized the Arab public and the politically elite. I don't have to go to the Bible to prove this. I just read you the story of something that happened during the time all of us in this room, or practically all of us, were alive. It's just not something that normally happens. You can't explain it in the details of life as it's lived out today. God was involved. He intervened in that situation. And if you read on into the future, you will discover that there's going to be another war against Israel. Ezekiel 38 talks about it, when all of the nations of the north are going to come upon this land. And once again, God will intervene and show himself strong on behalf of his people. And then you go all the way to the end of the world in the Battle of Armageddon, and it's the same story. God cares about his people. Why does he care about them? Because he promised Abraham he would, and God always keeps his promises. Why would we be afraid to believe what God said he would do? We can check it. We can fact check it. We can go through all the annals of history, both biblical and current history, and see there's something special about this nation. Special because God made it special. 
Remember, it's not only that God curses those who curse Israel, but God blesses those who bless Israel. So you say, what does that mean today? Well, I don't know if you're tracking with me, but it means whoever has the platform for any political party better have a good platform for the nation of Israel. Because if we don't deal right with Israel, we will not be dealt with God very kindly. That's the Middle East Report, your connection to truthful reporting on Israel and the Middle East. I'm John Riley.